Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges. Our guest this morning is all about something very close to David's heart. Food. You all knew that what the answer was there, didn't I you? Wish yes. it, I wish it was only the heart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, he's, he's about music and family as well, but food is his current passion, our guest this morning. Don Saviak is the owner of All Beef Catering and Smokehouse in the Calgary Soccer Center, been there many, many times, and Village Brewery. And he's here to share what he's learned about life as an entrepreneur. Good morning, Don. Good morning, Tara. Thank you. Morning, David. Good morning, Tara. Good morning, Don. So, um, according to um, your bio and what Tara just mentioned, you're a musician at your heart. Is it easier to make money in beef rather than being a musician? It is. <laughs> Believe it or not, that's that's why I got out of the music business was uh, no money, too many bad habits, and uh, it was just not the lifestyle that I wanted. You know, which so. instruments did you play? I'm a drummer. Where yeah. do we get to check you out? Which uh, bands are you with? Yeah, no, most of the time now, I'm lucky enough. I get to fill in with uh, Silly Rabbit over at the Deerfoot Casino most of the time. Oh uh, wow! Just helping them out. They've been around for thirty some years mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. So super lucky that they call me in to fill in every so often. And uh, you still, still kind of focused on jazz, or no, 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 anymore. no, no. The jazz was the school thing. Uh, <laughs> it was always it was always rock bands, cover bands, oh, okay. stuff like that uh, <laughs> that I've been playing in primarily. Right. You were saying that you got into the food industry. You were working with the all beef catering at 19 years old. So you've been with this company for a long time. Yeah, 21 years with this company. Yeah. It was uh, my dad's best friend's the original owner of the business. And, okay. Uh, Kind of after I got back from one of my summer tours uh, when I was just about 19, mm-hmm. uh, I was going to school, had no money, and kind of called him up and was like, hey, you got anything for me? And uh, my first job was cleaning all the barbecue grills that we have that we cook outside with. Mm-hmm. So end of August, out there in 25, 30 degree weather, just scraping grills on the barbecues. And that kind of started me. And then they had me work part-time with some catering events, and it just kind of grew from there. I'm always curious what makes a person stay at a place for a long time. But I mean, when you're young and this, it's a very transient business, the restaurant business, people come and go. So what made you stay? What about the business did you like that made you keep going back? Uh, What's not to like about smoked beef? (laughs) Fair question. Exactly. Beef all the time is uh, is a great thing here in Calgary, Alberta, for sure. So, um, you know what? I, I, I fell in love with the catering aspect of the job, right? Like, um, I love that it's a different location all the time for us. Like, we don't have a steady home for our catering business, right? So we'll be in the middle of a farmer's field sometimes or, you know, we're at community centers, different businesses. So it's always changing. And I, I really like that aspect of it. It doesn't stay the same all the time. It's kind of where my mind is, is all over the place, right? So something that kind of is not the same every day is something that fits my personality really well. Mm-hmm. And, um, it, it just kind of, it worked out really well and I just stayed, you know, I, uh, yeah, it's a good place. I, you know, it was, it's family too, right? Like a lot of the people that were with the business back then were people that, you know, I've known my entire life, like his, the owner's kids babysat me growing up. Right. So yeah, I, it was a very close family connection and it just, everybody who worked there was great. Wasn't a lot of drama, mm-hmm. paid me well. 
Um, and it was a guaranteed paycheck. Once like I got off from touring and I started working more, it was, it was a guaranteed paycheck that I was looking for. Right. I, I needed to budget things. I couldn't count on sleeping on buddy's couches or not having a place to stay. Right. So, and it says that at 23, you made your advance with the company. When did you make the decision? When did you know I'm going to buy the company? <laughs> uh, let's say, uh, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't far off from there. It was, um, I mean, that was probably about 2003, I guess. And I would say in 2007 is when they kind of put me into a general manager role with the business. Um, and, and at that time, he kind of talked to me about the possibility of ownership and stuff like that. So it, it, was, uh, it was probably around that time. So they initiated that discussion? For sure, yeah. He, he, he brought it up as, you know, hey, like, eventually he needs to find his replacement as every entrepreneur in any business, really. We're always looking for, you know, how, what's our end game? How do we get out of this? Not that we want to get out of it, but at some point, what's, how do we get out of this? How, you know, all that kind of good stuff. So I think that he just saw some qualities in me that, you know, resembled what he was like, and mm -hmm. I could continue on kind of how he started the business, right? Like it's, it, it, we take a lot of personal pride in what we're doing as entrepreneurs and, and owners of businesses, right? We, we care a lot, so. At that point, did you think you were ready? Uh, my ego thought I was ready, of course, 100%. <laughs> well, that's a good thing. <laughs> you know, I, uh, yeah. you know, yeah, I, I, de I definitely thought I was ready. Um, definitely was not, you know, I, I still am not, you know, it's, uh, I'm, I'm lucky where I am now. I've got some great mentors uh, that I work with that really helped me um, in becoming successful and running this business in a, in a really positive way. So um, what, like, give some examples. What did you have to learn? Where did you have to transform? Oh, everywhere. You know, like uh, when we, so you brought up the soccer center earlier, we weren't always in that Uh, location. It was an opportunity that presented itself to us and kind of my first business deal, let's say, um, with the business. And it, we got a bad deal. Like it, it hurt the business quite a bit, actually. And, um, mm. you know, luckily Joe stood behind me and thought I was doing the right thing and uh, really trusted me. Um, but definitely took a hit and it was uh, a great learning experience, you know, and, um, yeah, I, it was great that he let me go through that and, and, have that learning experience and it, it has made me more aware for every single business deal I've made since then as far as progressing this business. So you are the soccer center and now you are the village brewery. Yeah. So village brewery, that uh, is a partnership that we've, I, I, when I got into more of the bar business, so when, when we took on the bar side of the soccer center, which was about 10 years ago, um, was right around the time that Village started up. And uh, some people that I was working with put me in touch uh, with Tom Stewart and Jim Button, who are the original founders, some of the original founders of Village. And, um, you know, they helped mentor me. And I've kind of been working on a relationship with them since. They're good friends of mine now. Um, and when they did, uh, when they looked at doing a renovation to their brewery and tap room, they approached us and asked if we'd be interested in partnering up as kind of the food provider for them and opening up a little kitchen there. So they were here yeah. ju just before the renovations and told us they're going to do renovations and open a restaurant. They didn't tell us that you'll be the guest. Yeah. So I, I think at that time they were, they were still trying to figure out how it all worked. And even when, you know, they approached me in June of what would it have been, 2022, I guess. And then it wasn't until May of 2023 that it finally got up and going. And even then our, our deal didn't come together until February, really. It took, it took a little bit of time and, 
you know, construction in residential commercial places, it's always mm-hmm. a little bit behind. So that uh, made it a little interesting, but yeah, we got a, we worked it out and it's, it's been great so far. So. I've been to the soccer center a lot because both my girls played there. But for people who have not, we've got about a minute left. For people who have not been to the Calgary Soccer Center, can you explain, you know, can people just go there uh, even if they don't have soccer to watch or maybe they're going to want to go watch somebody else's soccer game? (laughs) But, you know, like who's your clientele at the Calgary Soccer Center? Yeah, so definitely like our clientele are the soccer players for sure. You know, Mm -hmm. parents, some of the kids players, our our biggest clientele is um, kind of recreational soccer for adults, obviously. Um, Over 35s, you know, the men's leagues, women's leagues, co-ed leagues. That's that's where we see our business. They like to chug Mm -hmm. some beer after a a game, right? So Yeah, I know. I've I played there for many, many years and it was the, the wings and beer after. A hundred percent, not just wings and beer. That's <laughs> yeah. like, uh, yeah, as much as I don't want that to be our specialty there, that is, that is our specialty there. All the calories awesome. we burned, we get back before we go to bed. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. For sure. So. Well, you got to listen to what the people want, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We're, we're with Don Sa- Saviak, the owner of All Beef Catering and Smokehouse in the Calgary Soccer Center and Village Brewery. Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges. Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges. Our guest this morning is Don Saviak, owner of All Beef Catering and Smokehouse in the Calgary Soccer Center and Village Brewery re- since recently. So what differentiates your catering than other catering companies? Um, so we, we are definitely, I mean, since the company has been around since 1983, um, we like to say that we're the OG of the barbecue catering companies because we've been doing barbecue food since before barbecue was what it is now, you know what I mean? Barbecue is like the hit word. You go to any restaurant, they've got barbecue influences in it now, right? Um, we started off, you know, I, it was interesting. When we started with the business, we were, we were smoking meats, but didn't know we were smoking meats at the time. It was just what the company was doing. Um, and then it took another 10 years of actually doing it and smoking becoming popular. And I was like, oh, wait a second. This is this is what we used to do. I don't know why we're not doing it this way anymore. And so that's when we went back to the smokehouse kind of concept and, and doing those things. But um, that's really what differentiates us is that we're a very barbecue forward company. We're not going to pretend that we're anything else but that. When you come to us, you're going to get some good barbecue. And, and that's what we do. We don't do, as I call it, the frou-frou food, very high-end fancy. That's just not what we do. We do comfort, simplistic, Alberta, Calgary. If somebody right now is looking for, I'm going to throw a holiday party, whatever it is, then what are they going to get from your catering company outside of the smoked meat? Yeah, absolutely. So fries and coleslaw. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All the uh, accoutrement, as you uh, want to say. Um, you know, we really we specialize in on-site catering services. So we come to your location. Um, we don't have a location that we cater out of, except for at Village. We have an event space that we have there, and that was kind of the partnership. There was 
bringing in catering business there and, and hosting events like Christmas parties and, and everything there. Um, finally having that kind of permanent location that we can cater out of. So um, besides that, we really specialize in on-site. So we, we are in people's houses all the time, um, kind of that's where we host our parties is, is being part of your family and helping you guys have a successful family get together. Um, anniversary party, birthday parties, weddings are obviously huge. Like the amount of weddings that we have already next year is incredible. Mm. Um, which is great. It, mm-hmm. it, I mean, we we do over 50 weddings a year sort of thing. And, you know, so all that kind of stuff. So that's, we come in and, and we provide what you guys need as far as that goes. We're very, we work with our clients to find out what they need and how we can best help them out. So I noticed that you're also very involved with the community. Tell us a little bit about your work, your philanthropic work. Yeah, for sure. So, um, we try to support where we're able to, right. Um, it's hard, it's hard to sometimes come up with money to give back and all that's, uh, all the time, but, uh, we, we want to do as much as we can. So we love working with, um, the MS society. We sponsor the wrap up barbecue for their bike tour. They do every year. And we got about 700 people that come through to that thing. And, um, the kids cancer, we used to do the, uh, Don Joanne and the coach golf tournament. We did that for over 10 years, which was a great time when that was always happening. We got hole number one with Sugarfoot there, Anderson from the stamp. <laughs> so it was always a great time down at that tournament. And now we do the barley and smoke, um, which is in support of that as well. So, um, we just try to do different things like that. We, we like to donate things. Um, we donate things with the epilepsy, uh, foundation and a little bit with cerebral palsy as well. And we just try to help support where we can and, uh, help them raise some money for a good cause. Don, you're an entrepreneur and you bought it from an entrepreneur. What have you changed and what have you learned about yourself during this change? Yeah. So the biggest change that we, we made, um, kind of once I purchased it is going to the whole smokehouse concept that we have now doing a lot more smoked meats before it was more just traditional roasted meats. So more of like your Sunday family dinner roast beef right now, now we're doing the, the pulled chicken, the pulled porks, the, uh, the smoked brisket. So that's the biggest thing that we kind of went back to. We went for a long time. We didn't cook on site as much. And we've gone back to that a little bit more, cooking right there on site, smoking the meats. You know, if you want to bring us out, we'll do that. Um, those are the biggest changes that I've made with the business, kind of, is what we're doing there. Um, and, and, yeah, that's that's where we're at right now. And most of the employees prior to your purchasing stayed with you, or you had a lot of transition? Well, it's been a big transition. <laughs> so, I mean, I bought it December of 2020, right in the, the, the middle of COVID. COVID. Yeah, it was... Um, it, it, I mean, we, we, it's a very long story and I, I, I look at it in a positive way now. And, um, you know, I got the opportunity and it presented itself to, to purchase this business and get it going. And then, and, um, you know, it, it's been great since, but yeah, because of the business interruption, we, we lost a lot of our employees and kind of a lot of the people are new, fresh with me. Um, yeah, I've only got two people who really worked with us prior from COVID still working with the business. Uh, besides that, we're now up to 18 and it's all new people. So, How has your leadership changed over the years? How have you grown as a leader? I found out what actually being a leader meant, I guess. You know, I, I thought for a long time, I thought I was being a leader and not necessarily leading in the best way. Having children, um, that's been the biggest blessing and helped me grow the most as a leader or just as a human being, you know what mm. I mean? Um, in what way? Uh, understanding the, um, it's more than just you, you know, and, and it's something that my dad tried to really help me understand growing up was like, 
our, our last name is so much, right? Like it doesn't necessarily mean Don Saviak, but the Saviak name will hold something, right? So um, it's more of being greater than yourself, right? That we, it's, it, again, it's way greater than just myself. I'm, I'm part of a team. I couldn't be doing what I'm doing if it wasn't for everybody else that is part of the team, right? Mm. And that's kind of, I think, what differentiates a good leader from a great leader is understanding that it's not about you. It's about everybody who is working with you for the common goal that you're after. But I thought that once you have a wife and a kid, you become a kids and become a follower, not a leader. <laughs> you just follow instructions all the time. <laughs> right, Tara? No, I, uh, I will wholeheartedly disagree with that. <laughs> <laughs> nobody's, keeping, just, nobody's keeping count. That's what I've learned uh, at the end of the day. Nobody's, yeah. nobody's keeping count, David right? David is. David's keeping count. <laughs> We're going to have to bring Zohar, your wife, in for a full-on interview one day. Yes, that's not going to... Uh, uh, we'll have fun. <laughs> you'll, find, you'll find out the real story. So, so what's the plan? Like, is there more growth kind of in your plans? Other areas in Calgary, north, west? Yeah, that's... Um, we live on the west side, so I need something closer. Fair enough. Yeah, I'd love to get over to the west side there. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's definitely something that is would love to be part of the plans. Um, kind of getting the second location up and, and going, like the second part of the business really, that was the, you know, it, when I became the owner of the business, part of my three-year plan was to get another location, location. going um, again. Cause you know, we had to prior to COVID and had to shut one, our catering main business, we had to shut down and move everything into the soccer center. Um, and, and so that was, that was my big goal is to get that going. Um, I would love to have another more permanent location Check for mark. us. Next goals. A hundred percent. The next goal for me really is trying to get our retail line um, going now that we make our own sauces, our own rubs, um, everything like that. It, it's trying to get that finalized and up and going. So a restaurant, a restaurant eventually, you know um, it's definitely something, but, my life is a little busy right now between juggling everything and, and, and rebuilding the staff. You know, it was um, up until May, really, like our, our business just boomed again this year. It was it was funny. I was looking at some numbers yesterday and I'm blown away. Like it's it's been over a decade that our catering business has been as successful as it is right now. Um, and, and so the, the growth that we have really seen in these last couple of years is um, – is it's been over overwhelming. So mm-hmm. trying to just get the business operating in a good place where we are now, and then definitely we'll be looking at expanding it further for sure. What's your plan to keep the staff you have? How do you keep your people happy? Yeah, you try to create the right environment for people, right? Um, and, and that's just what I try to show people is like, hey, this is a great place to work. It's fun. We're, we're a fairly drama free kind of business, you know, fairly, uh, especially in the restaurant, in the restaurant industry, you know, yeah. like uh, you hear a lot of stories and, and I'm very fortunate and lucky that I don't have to deal with that as much. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I've got a great group of individuals working for me that, um, you know, are, are just, yeah, I'm, I'm lucky. So I, I hear stories sometimes and, and, and it's hard, but yeah, the restaurant business is hard. People like to move around and, um, I'd like to get people as involved as I can. I, I don't, I don't need to be doing everything. I prefer not to be really, if I can get to that place, then I would like to do that because then I can grow the business, right? When I'm working the business, I can't grow the business as much. So I try to get people to take on as much as I can and be like, 
this is yours. You can take it, have fun. And I feel when you let people do that, um, it helps, right? Everybody wants to feel like they're appreciated. And I appreciate mm-hmm. my staff. Like that's the biggest thing is I, I thank them all the time. And everybody's like, why do you thank us? And I'm like, because like, again, I could not be doing this without you. Mm. Right. I'm very grateful that you are doing this, especially when I get to go hang out with my kids and I get to go do these things. And, mm-hmm. and, and you know, it's, it's only because of everybody who's working for us. So, so recognize your people and work on the business. Absolutely. Thank you, Don. Our guest this morning was Don Seviak, owner of All Beef Catering and Smokehouse in the Calgary Soccer Center and Village Brewery. Go and try their smoked meat. Thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Tara. Thanks, Don. Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges. 